live on location with another Knuckleheads Classy this week. Yo, Black, who we got? We looking back on the episode with Grandma Ma, a.k.a. Larry Johnson, man. It was a good one. This was my all-time favorite. I remember when everybody used to wear the UNLV clothing when they came out and they was killing. They beat Duke in the championship, man. Like... Man, talk about his nickname, just like all the commercials he used to do, man. Bro, that's the talk? reason I used to wear the part up the middle, bro. Man, I ain't gonna hold you now. The, the Larry Johnson, LJ part up the middle. I used, when I had some hair in my head, I was trying to do that. Now. Hey, he was the first that guy to say with the gold teeth in, in the league, right? Hey, man, listen. The dope thing for me was, like you said, man, just being able to go talk to a dude that we looked up to in a certain way, you know what I'm saying? And on the low, you know, I was a short forward. I used to try and kind of do some of the things that LJ did. Nowhere near as explosive, but you know what I'm saying? Like, this was a dope one, too, because I felt like, you know, people don't really talk a lot about LJ. He don't get a lot of love. Like, I know how we in the NBA fraternity feel about him. A lot of players, man, was watching him, man. A lot of them early 90 players was watching him do his thing. Man, for sure. Him and you, starting off with UNLV, with him, Grant, you know, Greg Anthony, and um, Stacey Ogman, what they did, and then how he took it to Charlotte and kept going through the league all the way to the LJ symbol for the three at the Knicks, man. So, yeah, man, this was a dope one, man. This this, This episode aired June 22nd. 2021, man. Y'all tap in and tell us what y'all think about Grandma Ma. Ma, LJ, baby. First off, man, it's an honor and a pleasure. Like, man, you one of the ones that we watched yay high. And the reason that my voice wasn't as powerful as yours, but I used to holler after I dunked because because <laughs> you hollered after you dunked. But, man, it's a pleasure. And thank you for, you know, coming on here and rocking with us, man. We definitely appreciate it. Thank you, young fellas. Appreciate y'all, man. First question we want to ask is, when you first got to the league, who's the first person to bust your ass? <laughs> <laughs> That rookie year, man, uh, I was pulling to the, the frying pot, 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 so I took I took a beating. I took a beating. You know, I, I was drafted by Charlotte. I was, you know, number one pick, so it was like, here you go, 35 minutes a game, whether you you, you own or you off. So, yo, know, I took some head banging at mm. Detroit. I remember playing Detroit for the first time. Dennis Rob. Mm. I left the game, fellas. Bloody lip. Bruised uh, up. Yeah, yeah, I needed some ice after that game. Yo, 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 live on location. Me and the blackest one, AKA D Miles. We are still here in Orlando, keeping it cozy and safe at home. This one is so special, y'all. I know we say that all the time, but y'all don't know. This is my childhood. I used to wear my hair cut like this, man. This is this is the legendary OG all the way from South Dallas to UNLV to Charlotte to the Dream Team to the New York City Knicks. And it's our OG big brother, Larry, Grandma Ma Johnson. We appreciate you for joining us, OG. This is huge. Thank you, fellas. Come on now. There we go.
So you came up in South Dallas, and how was that come up for you? Same as your hood, you know, same as Key Hood, just, just the hood fam. You know how we came up. Uh, I was a gym rat, just like the youngsters, so lived in the gym, and, you know, it was gunfire every night. You know, people don't think Texas is like that, but it is. Yeah. Like, when did you know that basketball was something that you can get away from this? Because I know for me, it was like, man, that was my pace of peace. And then when I realized I was good and gifted, it was like, man, I can go somewhere. I'm going to different states, hooping. Like, when did it turn around for you? You know what? It was, like I said, growing up in that that type of environment, don't know my pops, never met pops. So it was always moms being a knucklehead. I see y'all got your shirts on. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, being a young knucklehead, man. I was in all sports, and all I was sports. a football player. When you're from Texas, you know, you're going to play. I was about to say, you had to be late football. Ooh. You built like a linebacker or Man. somebody out here. Man, if you're from Texas, you're going gonna to get a – when at four years old, you get a whole Dallas Cowboy that uniform at four years old. Man, hell, uh, man. Not another Cowboys fan, man. I'm not a fan, but you're going to get that. You're going to get that in Dallas. So Okay. Yeah, I played all the sports, man, and – it's like it was my it was my seat my high school year my freshman year when I knew basketball was the way out for me. So at what point did you become where like were you always this man amongst boys figure? At what point did that because like you know when you when we seen you at UNLV and ever since it was like this big huge man child. When did that physique and all of that take form and how? You know what it is, man. I, I think it's the football background. Because, you know, I don't have the height. I was always, you know, the air cast is like 6'7". <laughs> right. so, but I was always wide. I was always wide, so I had that low center of gravity. And, and being from Texas, one thing we produce, we produce power forwards. Right, you know, right. Dennis Rodman, myself, Kurt Thomas, you know what I mean, LaMarcus Aldridge. We're going to produce some power forwards, Chris Bosh, because we like to get down low and bang. Let me, let me ask you this. Speaking on your, your size and the, the whole man-child and the strength thing, what do you think when you see and you hear about the comparisons to you and Zion? Because the same type of, you know, the height, not real tall, but he's wide and unbelievably strong, and you are extremely athletic, and he's extremely athletic. What do you think of those comparisons to you and him? You know, I, I see the comparison. I mean, with the body style, the body type, and we both down low banging. Definitely see the comparison. It's just that, you know, Zion left-handed. And uh, yeah. I just think, like, if I wish I could talk to Zion, if I give him a shout-out, just that's 18, he needs like 17, 18 footer, man. He's deadly now. Yeah. And, you know, the league has changed, man. When Even when you guys was in the league, you yeah. guys was banging. They're not doing too much of that now. So Zion is a breath of fresh air for somebody like me to come in there and just bully ball. <laughs> yes. He's over in about a year or two. But, you know, right now, if he got, but if he, he needs to get 17, 18 footer. Mm. A consistent one, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, you're just knocking down your guys can't back up. So if I was playing him now, I'm gonna back up. I'm gonna make him shoot it every time. Yeah, his field goal percentage is like out of this planet right now. He's he's running around like with Shaq type numbers on the field goal percentage wise. So you're it's like he, that basket. Yeah, straight dominance, straight dominance, bully yeah. ball. He never left the paint. He never leaves the paint. I wouldn't either. I until you gonna stop me. I feel him. Yeah. When you was coming up, who was the player that you were seeing early on that you was like, man, I want to be like that, or I'm patterning my game, or I'm watching him every time I see him play? It was Doc. It was Doc. It was Doc, yeah. You know, I was a Doc fan. Again, being from Texas, you're a football guy. That's dope. So I just had to watch, just had to watch basketball. You really had to get into basketball then. I didn't miss a, I didn't miss a Doc game. I didn't miss a Doc game. And then once I got in, like, high school and college, you know, Mike, 
Mike became Mike. So yeah. <laughs> you know, I hate to admit that, but you know, that, that but. Like you went the JUCO route, you went from high school, you went to JUCO, and then I know a lot of cats that go to JUCO when they finally get a chance to kind of get with a nice college to get on that stage. How was it for you when you chose UNLV? It was it like you had something to prove that like, man, I'm one of the best in the country. Y'all don't even know me. Definitely, definitely. I took the big name coming out of high school. Now out of high school, I played in both of the McDonald's games, oh. and I got MVP in one and run up in the other one. So they knew my name then, but you know, they had this thing called SAT and I wasn't ready for it. Me either. I feel you. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> I wasn't ready for it. So they were like, yeah, bro, you gotta go to junior college. Yeah. And um, yeah, I knew I had something to prove and I met Stacey Arp. I went to UNLV. I met Stacey Arp. Fantastic, man. That's one of the yeah. realest players. One of the realest yeah. dude I ever I met in my life. Oh, Plastic, my. man. That's who I watch. Plastic, man. That's my guy. OG. Look, Q, I got it. I got it with that one. Yeah, that's my guy. Yeah. That's my roommate, man. That's kind of the hardest nail, bro. Yeah. Real, man. I love Plastic, man. Yeah. But we met like on a junior Olympic team, you know, in the summertime. I know yeah. you probably played on a couple of those teams. And that's when I first met Ice. First met State. I'm like, man, where are you going to school? He's like, I'm in Vegas, blood. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in junior college. You know, and shoot, that summer I saw them. I think they, they lost to Seton Hall in the uh, eight, Elite Eight. I said, man, if we go there, I win. So I called it. They didn't even really wasn't even recruiting me, fam. I did. They didn't know. I, they thought I was gonna stay in Dallas, stay in Texas. Oh, so you called them up? Yeah, I'm like, Ice man, what's up? Nah, nah, nah. He's like, man, coach will take you. <laughs> it's on. How was it for you when you you know to meet Tark and develop that relationship with him? Hey, hey, man, it was coming from Dallas, coming from Texas, small little town. It was mm-hmm. a whole bunch of shock for me once I got to Vegas. I had to be a country boy everywhere I went. Country boy, country boy. Yeah, all right. So I had to slow down. You know, you get in trouble in Vegas, you know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah. I made sure to try to just stay out the stay out the rat race, man. Stay out of all the madness and and just focus on on basketball. And once I saw we had the team to win it, you just gotta go for that. Let me ask you this. When you play, you say you played in two McDonald's games. Yeah. Did you play in you, you did you play in one of the games with 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 the legendary, excuse me, I'm just being 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 biased, I'm from Chicago with the legendary Marcus Liberty. Yeah, yeah, Marcus played in that. Marcus played in that. <laughs> terrible, 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 Q. He's terrible, Q. Q. Oh, oh he, no, he time out. My whole senior year, he was time out, time <laughs> out. No, no, Marcus Liberty slander will be allowed. <laughs> Come on, OG. What you talking about? Like, Dude, I got to tell you the, the story. Look, man, we got mixtapes of the, the, the Liberty. Yeah. He made finger rolling all that. Come on, OG. Dude, I got to tell you the story, man. The whole, my whole senior year, he was the number one player yep. uh, in, the, in, the, in the nation, right? And I'm like, I can't wait till I see this cat. I can't wait till I see this cat. <laughs> And they had him in six, eight, six, nine. So I'm like, oh, you're a big dude. Right. And I went to the McDonald's game and he was, like you said, Q, going between his legs. Yeah. <laughs> I say, what? <laughs> Yo, I'm down here, sir. I get rebounds and I bang down here. So it was a totally different game, man. Yeah. Totally game, but he was skillful. Yes, yes. He was like, that's a, he a legend from the from the crib, man. Shout out Marcus Liberty, man. He was a legend at the Marcus at Liberty the crib. played at state. <laughs> with a house arrest angling on his ankle, no. giving out 30 <laughs> with the officer sitting at the end of the bed. I was watching all of them guys. I was like, what? 
This is man. crazy. Liberty is Shot Town, <laughs> Town legend, man. Look, hey, hey, he was skillful, Q. He was skillful. But I was expecting him to come to the paint. He never came. I feel you. I feel, hey, listen. I felt like that about, about a few dudes. I'm not going to, you know, slander nobody, but I felt that way when I was in high school. Once I finally made it to a few events, I was looking like, wait, you was in the Slam magazine? You was, oh, okay. Yeah. I saw you. Okay. But our era, we used to headhunt. Whoever was on top of the list, you looking for them. <laughs> like, you try to play them, run into them. It's a tournament. You can't wait to play them, meet them. Especially if you one of the ones, you'd like, man, I can't wait to get him. <laughs> hey, for real. Hey, that's what I was. Like I said, I've been, like you said, I've been seeing Marcus the whole time. Like, I can't wait to see this cat. Right. Can't wait to see this cat. That first time you got into the tournament, first game, you know, this is like the world is seeing this. Still with UNLV is just, you know, but the world is really seeing everybody watching at this moment. That that run y'all had through the tournament, and a dominant run, probably another. Never be another dominant run like that. How was that for you? How was that just run that y'all went through and then meeting Duke at the end and blowing their ass out? So, so how, how was that? <laughs> Why you got so much disdain in your voice for Duke? Yeah, there was a little something in that. There was a little something in that. Hey, look, OG, he ain't even playing college. He can't have this type of disdain. Like, he ain't, he ain't got no alliances here. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, passion towards me. <laughs> like, I, like me and you, me and you, we our scholars just played. Hey, we got a I reason. ain't playing college, but me and Duke got history. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad at you, young fella. We got history. I got history with him too. I ain't mad at you. It was again, man. It went so fast for me. It went because I, I went to junior college and I had to go to. I, again, the grades was killing me. So when I left junior college, I didn't graduate. So I had to go right to UNLV and go to summer school. Mm -hmm. So it, it was good for me that I had no time to do nothing but play ball and it was just do 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 And next thing I know, I was in championship with this dude, man. I'm telling you, it just went so fast. Tim Gergerich. Tim Gergerich. Tell me you know him. Yeah. <laughs> Coach Gergerich pulled me to the side like, bro, I need you to do this and that, and in two years, you'll be a millionaire. All right, all right, coach. I'm going to do it. You're like, man, you just need to practice this and that and come to practice and, and stay out of the BS, and you'll be a millionaire in two years. You got it, coach. Mm. So I was I was a deer in headlights, man, when we played them cats, but I was I was prepared. I tell youngsters, I know we do camps, you cats do camps, so I tell youngsters all the time, you want to get rid of those jitterbugs? Just It's, it's preparation. Yeah, yeah. You prepared, and you once you get in that gym, you know you done did what you had to do. You just gonna go ball. Yeah, you put the work in. It's gonna show. I was on autopilot. Yeah, it was it like when you got through the child, you know, as a team, at some point, sit back and look at look at what y'all done. Like, yo, we just <laughs> we just ran through this thing, and then y'all had like a squad. You know, Greg Anthony and Hunter. Y'all had like a crew. You know what? When when I got back to South Dallas. We mentioned South Dallas a lot. Like when you get back home, it takes you basketball take us both, all three of us, man, all around the world. Yeah. But if you still want to go back to the crib and mm -hmm. high school, high school, there's still that passion. Yeah. So when I got back to the crib, it was over. Yeah. It was over. I knew I had won a championship. Swag on a million yeah. walking through like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just South Dallas, but LG. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> that's right. Back to the crib and see that love. It's different. After that much dominance and you the best player on the team, why not leave? Why not leave that summer and, and come back for another year? Man, Vegas was so fun, bro. You didn't want for anything. Yeah. I don't want to tell no secrets. 
Hey, look, man. I'm in Las Vegas, fella. Yeah. They didn't walk for anything. Yeah. And I just, I didn't, I, I knew, I, I think I had a shot. I knew I was going to play in the league, and I wasn't, I wasn't trying to rush that. Yeah. And you want to feel that championship again? We want to do that again. Yeah. We to do that, but I wasn't one for nothing. My mom wasn't one for anything. So I was like, get another year on this scholarship and stay here, bro. All of us can't come out of high school, fam. You know what I'm saying? Let them know, L. Tell them again, L. Why you didn't come out? Yeah, yeah. We can't just do, you know, all of us ain't like. You know what I'm saying? So the second year, the second year we all played, dominancy. And, but now teams see y'all. Y'all not like kind of catching them really off guard. They really see y'all and everybody's finna give y'all y'all they best shot. They best game is finna be against y'all. How was that year as a learning experience? Well, the second year, we we had that swagger. That second year, you know, shirt tail out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Te- technical after technical. You two know. You two know. We had that swagger the second year. We Everywhere we went, we knew that castles. The first year, man, we didn't see that love. You know, now, you're like, man, we loved y'all at UNLV. Loved y'all at UNLV. I didn't see the love the first year we won championship. You didn't see that. That's what I was about to say. Like then, the child, the child know that y'all were becoming and like kind of setting trends the way that y'all were. Like you know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all kind of proceeded and, and led into the five five, doing what they doing. Y'all had the baggy shorts and y'all had yeah. Pac. Pac was wearing the UNLV. Like that. Talk about it. Thank you. They were UNLV today. Like once he got the, you know, and the Brenda's got the baby at the Scully. You know what I'm saying? So did y'all realize that y'all was impacting the culture the way y'all were? Like, you know, cause y'all was like, y'all were representing the hood. Y'all was like you said, getting tagged, y'all was banging on people, dunking on them, and wasn't afraid to like say something and let them know what you just did. And that was real representative of, you know, where we come from, where we see every day. So that was like something that, that us, we could grab hold to and say that could be us one day. Like, we looking at y'all like, man, well, I'm about to like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you see how he got excited when he, you said Stacey Osmond. Like, that was how we felt about those teams. Y'all, the Fab Five, like, y'all did that for us. Did y'all realize that y'all were doing that as it was happening? No. <laughs> Crazy. You just focus on doing it. And and I see it. And, and, and young fellas, believe me, man, thank you too. I'm real talk. Thank you too, because it means a lot. You I mean, I don't know how to express it, but and then you when these youngsters do y'all like that, you'll know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> After they go, man, I was watching you, I was watching. Like, damn, thanks, bro. Thanks, man. Uh but you didn't realize that. You didn't realize that. You was just like you if you look at that UNLV team both years, everybody is from from the hood, man. Yeah, DC, right. you know, Brooklyn, New York. Everybody mm-hmm. from around the way. LA. And, and then once we got on the court, Todd was like, no, 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 no. Do you. Do whatever you was doing. Do that. Do that. So, yeah, look, I tell people all the time, I couldn't have played at Duke. I couldn't have went to Duke and played ball. You know what I mean? I couldn't have been in that structure. No. I mean, I ain't heard about I mean, I ain't right. down in the structure, but I strived in something that was more you know, more to my to my element, more loose. Coach yeah. Todd was a pro dude. Coach yeah. Todd was a pro dude like me, man. Y'all the love Coach. Coach Todd cuss you out. You cuss right. him out, you go out there and do your job, we good. Yeah, but UNLV, I, I got a UNLV hat right now because no, of y'all. You, I, I, 
UNLV, you gotta have a sweatshirt or a hat. Like you gotta rock that because y'all like the culture is y'all. It was like, a symbol. It was a like sign of the time. Yeah. Like I worked with GA on NBA TV and yeah. everything. And I'd be I be messing with him all the time. Like, yo, man, like y'all was some bad boys back then. Like y'all had the hood going crazy. Man, like you said, you mentioned Pac and Snoop. They was on the front row of Long Beach. We playing Long Beach and Long Beach or Scrum Beach, whichever one y'all want to call it. Okay. We playing Scrum Beach, and I'm and, and they like that's so and so, that's so and so. Now Suge was with them, and Suge played football at UNLV. I don't know if you cats knew that. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. He was about two years ahead of me, but he was playing football at UNLV. So he got him at the game. They sitting on the front row, but they wasn't. Snoop and Pocket at the time, so not all the way yet. Yeah, whatever, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, you come out with their mom and Snoop comes out like, yo, I remember catch on the front row of our game, man. Right, yeah. that's 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 crazy. That's a crazy story. <laughs> the gold yeah. tee, like you reminded me of somebody from my hood, like my uncle or somebody. You had the gold tee. I ain't never seen nobody else in the league or nobody ever be out there with no gold too, like. Super Anybody ever mention that or try to get you to take your gold tooth out and, and all that? It just seems so authentic and real. I'm so happy that you kept it and just kept it real. Like, well, that's South Dallas. That came from South Dallas. And the only thing I took it out is, you know, it was a cap. So yeah. I, I let it pop, 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 pop. Yeah, like, uh-huh. yeah. But it would pop out on me at any time. So that's what happened. Man. It just didn't come out. That was one of the realest I, things ever. I, and your boy, you know your boy, when he was in high school, he used to have that part up the middle. You know why oh, that we, you know right, we hey, got listen. that part up the middle, bro. You already know. Right hand the Right up the middle, you know. It's Googleable. You can check it right now. I was in the league, right? I'm talking about many years in the NBA. Oh, I didn't see that. I didn't see that. Rookie year, he had the part up the middle. Oh, all right, gee. All right, all right. Middle. He been doing this since high school. He been doing it because you already know. No lies told. I've been rocking it. And I'm talking about real talk. You can check it out. You can check it out to this day. I had that demo. The LJ grandma. The LJ part up the middle, man. On everything. That's crazy, fam. To get drafted number one, like you'd accomplished all this in college, and now it's time to go. And, you know, now you finna really play with the men. Like, to get drafted number one, like, how was that, like, the draft and dream come true from South Dallas, you know, where we ain't have a chance to do nothing and you the number one pick in the world for your family to see how proud your family is for you and all that, just that experience. I know how it was for me, but how was it for you? It was, again, it was a blur. It was, was you guys, were both, were you drafted in New York? No, no we got Minnesota. drafted in Minnesota. Oh, okay. No, we was in New York, man. Ooh. We was in New York, and you was just big apple. Yeah, man. And I was shit. And, and then once you drafted, once once I got drafted, I had it was it was like interview after interview. So I was just running around, but I couldn't wait. We went out that night. We did what we needed to do. Me, <laughs> Nikki, Nikki, oh, we did. We we did what we needed to do. That's <laughs> so that night, man. We got together. And I was a square. People don't know this. Now, people don't know this, young fellas, but I was a square all through college. Because of Coach Gerd and Todd, I, I was just a square. No this and that other than women, other than chasing females. Yeah. <laughs> chasing females. Other, everything else, it was just basketball. So once we got drafted, man, me, Stacy, Billy Owens, I think it was Kenny Anderson, Dikembe, it was like eight, nine of us went to a little spot. 
and Jay-Z, all them cats was in the spots, but of course we just got drafted, so we was the big shit. <laughs> <laughs> we were the big shit, you know. It, it was a blur. It was just a blur. They said when you came out, you wanted to sign with Nike. Like you say like you was a Nike player, and I don't understand why you went with Nike, but I'm so glad that you was with Converse because y'all made history with everything that you did. So how was it not going with Nike, probably how you wanted to, but creating history with Converse? You, hey, hey, I think he retired. You guys ever heard of Sonny Van Carl? Yeah, yeah, Sonny, yeah. yeah. He, was, okay. he was in the era of us. He was trying to, okay. he was yeah, in yeah. that Adidas and Nike yeah. war. <laughs> okay, 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 I didn't know that, I didn't know that. UNLV was a Nike team, Yeah, and mm-hmm. Sonny was our rep. And Sonny called me, I was drafted number one, and Sonny called me like a month later, because I'm study calling like, yo, what's up on the contract? I'm talking to Nike, I'm talking to Sonny, and I'm letting him know I want to come to Nike. But Sonny was just, he started not taking my calls, and you know, not calling me back. And I'm Something right. Traffic, and he's not calling me back. All of a sudden, after a month, he called me, and he was like, so like, Meek on the phone, like, oh, he was that. Uh, what's going on, Sonny? My number one pick, what's going on? He said, man, Nike don't think you'll be a good pro. Wow. I said, what? He said, man, Nike don't want to sign you. They don't think you'll be a good pro. I wasn't mad at that. I was just number one pick. I wasn't mad. I was like, don't worry about that, Sonny. The only time I got a little upset, they signed two through 15. <laughs> so they didn't oh. sign number one, but they signed like, wow. it was either two through 15 or two through 11. Wow. Everybody up under me, they signed, you know. Okay. Talking, I got oh, wow. Okay, okay, okay. No big deal. But Converse, I, I thought they was in cahoots with each other because Converse, like, come here, come here, we want you. Do this, do that. Uh, uh, commercial, this and that. And it was about the money with me at that time. I mean, you know how it is. They make your shoe. So right. I was a Nike guy, but as long as you make me a good shoe. I'm cool with it. And me, you know, it was no big I loved it. I'm a little hurt that Nike said I wouldn't be a good pro. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't I would, like that either. I wouldn't like that shit. How did the whole grandma ma persona and everything like? How did that? Did you come up with that? Did they come to you? Like who? How did all of that come about? And how did it just just develop? You know I didn't come up with that. Come on now. <laughs> so they had to convince you of that I, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so right. So when they came at you, you was like, hold on, hold on. You want me to do what? What you talking about? Like, <laughs> they actually, they, 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 they hoodwinked me. They bamboozled me to do it. <laughs> they me. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Um, they had some, yo, know, it came about because their PR guys was like 25. So when I signed with them, I was, what, 21, 22? And they PR, they was doing a whole makeover. So they right. poor guys were like 24, 25, and they didn't want to do like a basketball commercial, mm-hmm. which I wanted to do, you know? Like, yo, get me, bro. But they wanted, oh, we got all these ideas, and that's how <laughs> it came about. They, but they hoodwinked me. When they signed me, they showed me about a whole nother commercial about me, bought, uh, me, uh, Larry Bird, and Magic. Remember Larry Bird and Magic? They was with, yeah, they was with Converse. Yeah. So when they signed me, they gave me a million dollars, and they were like, we want to put you in a commercial with Magic and Larry Bird. I'm like, yeah, come on. And I signed. And like six months later, I was like, yo, y'all ready to do that commercial? They're like, yeah, but not that one. <laughs> not that one. We want to put you in the dress. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. I'm like, wow. And they said this. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell the young fellas. I don't say this a lot, but I'm going to tell the young fellas. I said, what happened to that commercial with me, Magic, and Larry? They said one of them guys didn't want to do it. 
Mm. Oh man, mm. they ain't wanna get in the commercial with the young OG. Yeah, yeah, they ain't wanna be in the commercial with the young fella. To, to get, to, I know you you was kind of shaky on the idea and so forth on, but I know the reception you got from it. Cause I know everybody loved Grandmama. <laughs> like everybody loved Grandmama. It wasn't no disrespected and it didn't seem like funny cause you, like everybody loved Grandmama. Like the reception you got from the people, how was that for you? They loved it, like you said. Again, I wanted to be LJ, to do something. You know, Mike was doing the, the Earl Joy. Mm -hmm. so right, right. And I was killing My rookie, I got rookie of the year, second year. Rookie of the year. I'm like, yo, what's up? I'm lie. But we, <laughs> it was getting so much good feedback from the grandmama that, and I, you know, I, I fought it. I fought it like the first one or two. We did. That's what I was going to ask. Like, we did like seven, eight of them jokes. Yeah, wanted, yeah. Like, was you? Was you like hesitant though? Like after you shot the first one, did you leave the shoot? Like, man, I don't know. Man. I fought it. I fought it. But they kept they kept feeding me that long hammer spoon. Like, oh, we got this one with you. We got one with you with your shirt off. We got one with you. So I'm like, what are we doing that one? In a minute, in a minute. Let's go. Come on. Let's go. So I fought it. And but the feedback was so, and then they kept pumping in the money. They kept pumping in the money. So, you know. That always helps. You don't want to be in a dress and, and promote that. That's not what you want. But it was, it was in fun. My, you know, I was like, man, whatever. And I even, I, I think it was the fourth year, I was like, man, I'm not doing no more Grandma Wolf commercials. Yeah, I signed right. three years, and I told them after the third year, they wanted to re-sign I said, we can re-sign, but I'm not doing any more Grandma Wolf commercials. Yeah. And I regretted it a little bit, because I, I didn't get another contract with Converse. You know? mm. Yeah. I regretted it a little bit, but, you know, we live, we learn. We live and learn, yeah. We live and learn. The, but the Grandma Mama signing started making you do movies, TV shows, and all sorts of stuff. You did Steve Urkel. You did Space Jam, which we about to get another one with LeBron. Yeah. And you did Eddie, which is one of my favorite basketball movies, <laughs> you know, ever with Whoopi Goldberg. How was them experiences for you? Yeah, because, I mean, you know, we did a couple movies and everything, too. I saw that. I, saw that. <laughs> I, got, I got a little sad you well, I was there for I was doing movies for you and, and just to do it with them type of people and them type of actors. Space Jam was cool in the game. You wouldn't believe what Warner Brothers did for Mike. Mike had to be in uh, L.A. He had to be in Hollywood for like the whole summer. So they right. built this dude like, I think like a $10 million gym, man. It was like called a Jordan Dome or something, right? Yes. yes. And board the basketball games. Y'all would have loved it, young fellas. Y'all would have loved it. The basketball games in the evening was crazy. You know, it's L.A., so all the cats hang out in L.A. That's the yeah. perfect spot. You know, every day it was a different cat in town. You know what I'm saying? And the cast lived there. It was like 30, 30 pros on the court. Mm. 30 pros on the court trying to play, trying to do this. Cats, look, we got so we got so pissed that they be playing 505, but we get a three on three on man. Let's just go play three on three on the fight. Right, it's all pro. Right. It's all pro. Yeah. So, Sound like that's hoops. crazy hoop right there. That's a crazy song. It was Mike right like, at the top of this game. So whoever he called to come through, he was coming through. Was coming everybody. through. You know, but what they built him, it was unbelievable. They had like everybody had their own trailer, so you got you on set with like twenty trailers. Yeah, <laughs> it looks like your crib. Yeah. Hey, you know, that the Space Jam, as far as movies, the Space Jam was like the biggest ultimate like yeah. movie yeah. I've, I've seen. Uh, Urban was cool too, but it was on set. 
It was yeah. on in school. That month I spent on Space Jam was crazy. How was it for your kids to watch Space Jam and see you on Space Jam? Because like kids to this day is watching Space Jam. Like Q, kids, Q kids was, I just went over there the other day and Q kids was watching Space Jam. This, nah, this nah, came nah, out in nah, 90s. Nah, right up. Like, yeah, we getting ready, OG. We getting yeah, ready. Like, They're getting ready. They loved it. They loved it. We had their family over. I mean, they had their little young boys over, had their partners over to watch. And all my sons, my three sons, just swore they was going to go to the NBA. So that's a letdown when your son don't make the league. But yeah. Watch Space Jam. They love Eddie more. Mm-hmm. Ah. Uh, so Eddie was, the, Eddie was the movie now. <laughs> you know, they shot Eddie. That was a New York Knicks movie. They shot that in Charlotte. Mm, I didn't know wow. that. Not the whole. I thought that was, it looked like New York the whole movie. You know, the uh, Madison Square Garden, they like, no, nah, you can't get Madison Square Garden. So they couldn't uh-huh. get the so they took to Charlotte Arena and tried to make it look like Madison nice. Square Garden. I know you say you coming up and MJ was one of them guys. Tell us the first time you met MJ. How was it? He he did some bullshit. He did some <laughs> bullshit. The first time I met him, he walked out on the court and he walked straight up to me and go, "How's Dorothy?" What? Did you hear me? Uh-huh. He said, "You ain't in Kansas no more." No, he said, "How is Dorothy?" That's my mom. Wow. <laughs> She, she all right, she all right. I couldn't play the whole game. I couldn't play the whole game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be happy about my mom. She OG, she like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, boy, I know your mama, that's, boy. That's like when they say, that's like when they say, trying to disarm them with a smile. Disarm them with a smile. You got me. You got me with that. You got me with that. You walk up to me and ask me, how my mom, man? How my mom? That's, Who's the name? That's crazy. Who's the name? He not, he not went in the program, saw my mom's name with Dawson. You know, in the program, use my mom's name. I think I scored eight points. That's <laughs> crazy. Mike asked by my mom. Mike asked by my mom. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you got me. You got me. And so, so y'all have a young squad. You got Muggsy, you got Lonzo, you, Dale Curry. You know what I'm saying? And y'all trying to make noise in this league full of the Bulls, the Pacers, the Knicks. You know what I'm saying? The West Coast team and the Rockets, the Lakers, all this stuff. So y'all trying to get this success. I remember um, when y'all first made the playoffs, y'all won that first series. I think Lonzo hit the hit the shot. Like to to create that duo with you and Lonzo, like a power forward center duo. You really don't see too many power forward center duos. You always see a guard and a big man. Like how was that for y'all? You know, uh, ever since that little spat happened when I'm in New York and Miami with Alonzo, uh-huh. it's like, man. Y'all had beef, y'all, man, we never had beef. Yeah. When, we was at, when we was at Charlotte, it was never no beef. I was my second year, his first year, it was never, and I, but we only played two years together. Yeah, but it right. was never no beef with each other. We we got along. Now, we didn't go out to eat after after, after practice, after the game. Like we, many players I, don't. <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying? We're like, oh, y'all was tight. No, we weren't tight. Oh, yeah. Lonzo so got along. We was cool. There wasn't no locker room uh, tension or none when we was at Charlotte. Yeah. It just happened during the time when I was in New York and Miami hated each other. Yeah, yeah, that was that Pat Riley effect. Pat Riley had to, you know, yeah. not. I don't want to back down. He don't want to back down. Yeah, and we trying to win. So if I got a boat, we friends. But if I got a boat, you in your face for us to go move to the next round. Q, 
Foul. That's my bad. That's what people don't understand. OG, like me and him, Lily would have fought on the court and been cool after. And been cool after. When people used to see us play against each other, they used to be like, boy, do you like like we know each other? (laughs) Yeah, it ain't like we know each other. Nah, I got to be able to talk my talk when I Uh, see him this summer. I got to let him know. You know what I'm saying? I'm fucking him up, OG. I'm fucking him up. So we understand it. Same way, fam. Same way. Hey, never when we played together, was never no beef. It's just that New York, Miami thing. Like, Let me just sidebar that with y'all was one of my favorite little squads on NBA Jam. Shout out squad. to the retros. You know, I'm a favorite retro squad game. I was, NBA I was classically trained. You know what I'm saying? I was I hit the arcades before I was at the crib. You know what I'm saying? I was classically trained in this in this war to war combat with this game stuff. Remember and that Larry, that Larry Johnson pinstripe Charlotte jersey yeah. is, oh my God, one of the best jerseys still, in the still, history of the game. Still one of, <laughs> like, one of the most worn throwbacks. Straight was, up. Rookie, my first three years in the league, it was the number one jersey, selling jersey in the league my first three years. Straight up. That's what that was about. I was, the, league, the league signed a player too. Like the league assigned a player to represent the league. Mm, and that, right. that's what that was about. That I was the, the the league's player my first three years. Oh, that's, that's dope. dope. You that's got the dope. blessing. You got the blessing from that. above. Yeah, bestowed yeah. upon you, like yeah, the golden yeah. child. He the chosen one. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know about that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they'll have a new next year. You know what I mean? Like, like, how was it when you first ever met Muggsy, and how was it like meeting him and saying, "I'm about to play with Muggsy Bowes"? Yeah. So we call him. He ain't gonna like it now, but that was Baltimore Pimp. You remember when you scar your be more pimp? You don't like that now. But I love come on man. They don't get no smoother. They don't get no smoother to this day. Uh we supposed to, uh, we we headed to the Bahamas play golf. You know, we golfers. So we headed to the Bahamas play golf next month. Me, Mug, and about three more of the guys. But that's what's up. He gonna look, look. He gonna look at me. It was like the, the middle of the season, my rookie year, and I'm in the running. Me, the Kim Bay, and Billy. They don't know who gonna be rookie of the year. He gonna come to my room during the middle of the season. Oh, yeah, fella, you want to be rookie of the year? Hell yeah, I want to be rookie of the year. Don't come to my room talking about do I want to be? Hell yeah, I want to be rookie of the year. I don't know, but I got about eight more passes from then on. From then on, I got about eight more looks. He took care of you after that, and I got rookie of the year because mugs. Made so that happen for yeah, you. Yeah, go cut my room. Quick, kid. Want to be rookie? Yeah, my I don't want to be rookie. Yeah, yeah. I got about eight more dimes, baby. How was it for you to sign a twelve-year, eighty-four million dollar bag coming from, like you said, South Dallas with the gold too? How was that? Did you ever? Could you ever have even imagined? Like you said, this little orange basketball take us all around the world. Could you have ever thought that you would have seen the type of money you seen just from hooping? Made history when you got that too. Ain't nobody right. got nothing one bigger than that one. <laughs> it's, uh, no. I walked around, I was, I was hanging. I was, <laughs> 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 I was thinking when I walked around after that thing. It was all, it was all, but you know. <laughs> I love that, we saw I was hanging. I did better. But yeah, I was hanging, man. I, it, was, it was hanging. I feel a necessity to follow that up with my question. Like when you got the bag, 
I ain't talking about taking care of mom or none of the, you know, we all take care. I'm talking about what I want to hear something stuntastic that you did, like a big ball of purchase. When you were walking around, like, you know what? I didn't, I didn't, hey man, I'm from South Dallas. I didn't work this hard. I deserve to treat myself one time. Let me let me talk in third person. LJ deserved this. Yeah, you probably spoke, you probably even spoke in the third person of why I'm making this purchase. This is the type of third person type purchase right here. What did you do? Third person lives with the Third person. <laughs> <laughs> after that, man, and it was the big deal after the thing oh. about it is Michael Jordan and them cats was like this. They was all every time I saw Mike, they were like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, thank you. And then they came back with their bag. I'm like, all right. right. Talk about. I see what you're talking about. I did it all, Q. I bought everything, man. I, <laughs> I was supposed to, you know what I'm saying? I bless my heart. Q, bless my heart. Bless your heart. <laughs> <laughs> like our grandparents would say, bless I'm from South Dallas, young fellas, I did it. I did that. So you bought it all. <laughs> I did. I did. I did. Hey, tell me this. Like, in, in, in hindsight, and now seeing the success of this brand and everything that it's done and it's accomplished and it's still here today, how does it feel to have been the first ever cover athlete for Slam Magazine? Yeah. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. That's, like, crazy. Because, like, crazy. you know, Slam is, like, that's, like, one of the hood. That's, like, that's gospel. part of your that's journey like, up right now. You got to you know get you saying? a that's cover now. Of, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I read the Slam Magazine cover all the time, fam. But, again, like you said, it was the first one. So they wasn't as large. But that right, right. That's what I'm saying. In retro, like and looking at I'm it now, like at now it we now. grow like, like that's I a that's a achieve, that's a lifetime achievement for a lot of us. Like, man, yeah. we gotta get to you on know, slam, like like you was the you kicked it off. It's crazy, young fellas. It's crazy because I've done so much afterward. They like, yo, slam. I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's right. Do it. Let's do it. Every time they every time they ask to do something, I'm like, I'm with it. Mm-hmm. Because that's 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 magazine. But again, it was the first one. So you like, again, I walk around like I'm LJ. What? Yeah. What you want to do? Feel like they owe you like an issue right now to like you know to, to, to put some stamp. Definitely like like I feel issue. like slam if y'all listening, you know, I feel like something needs to happen. This man is demanding them. First, first issue. Well, I love y'all, man. That's why I love you. Straight the, up. The New York Knicks. I know when I got to the league, and this was you've been with the Knicks for a minute. Now when wait, I got wait, to- wait, 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 wait. Before you go to New York, before you go to New York. I got I gotta go here now because you know we had a couple of his OG teammates. I got to go to Dream Team too. Oh yeah, I got to go to Dream Team too. We can't go here without going there. Yeah, because gotta hear your opinion on things. We didn't have some (laughs) DC. We didn't have some of the guys on here. Now my favorite question is: Could y'all have beat Dream Team one? Yeah. D- oh, see, he said it. You DC said it. I can't even fully get the question out, but y'all shut it down. This is how y'all feel, OG. Like, fucking yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, who said we would? Uh, uh, DC. DC the first one. He said, yeah, right. He said, not only he said, not only would we. He said, boy, please. He said we had the eighth one to talk about big fella Shaq. He said, listen, we weren't about to be played with. He talked. He talked bad about it. Yeah, I know he should. That's good. That's Detroit. That's Detroit. Oh, my nemesis. No. Like, like, you know, we get that quick. Like, we're going to say, no, Dream Team 1 would have beat us. No, motherfucker, play the game. Who's going to beat us? Play the game. Let's play the game. Yeah. Who's who going to not play that game? Yeah. Man, that would have been a beautiful you know, game. But right that Dream Team 2, you wouldn't believe it, bro. You wouldn't believe it. It was a. Look, I stayed drunk. Don't tell nobody. I stayed drunk. <laughs> hey, listen. Stayed, look, it's a celebration. You know what it was? It did. <laughs> 
have y'all y'all played one of them Olympic games? Y'all played in any of Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, afterwards they they pick random guys to do the drug test. Like they would pick what they did to us was they were like, man, oh, who, who gonna do the drug test? But after every game, they gotta pick a random three guys to do the drug test. Yeah. They every every game. After every game, I'll pick. I'm like, yo, why y'all keep <laughs> You know why. You know why. <laughs> you out there looking <laughs> like Donald's before they knew like, Donald's summertime fine. That's why they <laughs> you summertime like, bro, fine. This is black bees. This is country rice. This ain't no steroids. <laughs> ain't no steroids here. Hey, I don't even know what that's about. I'm <laughs> just eating good. I'm just eating good. <laughs> Thank you. Like they're gonna find some steroids in my system. Come on, man. To, to to win that gold medal, stand on that podium to hear that national anthem. How was that for you? I loved it. It was you know what I wish only only regret I had, and I don't I hope we don't get in trouble. I wish I went somewhere other come on now. I'm in New York. We go to Canada. I wanted to go to Japan. I wanted yeah, to go to yeah, Japan. Right, right, right. One of the yeah, mother countries, one of the world, big countries. Man. Yeah. I, I, Canada. Yeah, you've been to Canada a million times. No disrespect, but you wish like Beijing Brazil, or something bro, like bro. that. Brazil, Rio, China, you know, Russia. You need Canada? Yeah, that's what I wanted, man. All good. I did so, but it was good standing on that stage, especially with them cats. Yeah. That's what I was about to say. How was that like? Because I know that, you know, y'all, the success was, it was kind of a foregone conclusion, but how was it? Just to be with that group of, you know, special individuals, the best in the game, and to spend that time with them. How was that camaraderie like? The practices, the the hotels, the bus rides, the you know, if it was gambling and games, and I know it was crap talking. No, it was gambling. Are you kidding me? Got to be you know, a whole bunch of other stuff too. We ain't gonna get into it, but <laughs> we know, and we know that's what makes you do. know being part of teams and being those memories. Like, how was that for you? Like, you know, feeling like you know you one of the best in the world, and y'all out here doing this. You know what? Like you cats, like you know this. You know when you're on a team like this, you go on a road. You might have two cats hang out, three cats hang out. What I loved about that that dream team too, we went on a road all left. Twitter, right, all, all left. left. <laughs> Look, all left. Look, yeah, Mark Price. Mark Price, Mark the white. Price. The Mark Price, Thunder Dead. Where we going? Everybody, where we going? Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's dope. We would be a crew. We'd be That's a crew. dope. That's if you want. We go, we, when we went, it was all 11 of us, man. It was all That's 11 of us. That was one of the best times playing in Dream Team 2. Tell me about the initial call. Like, did you know you were finna be on Dream Team or you didn't know? But just being announced that you finna be these top 11 guys that the world didn't grab to represent us. Like, the initial call that you got. Especially after seeing the impact that the Dream Team Yeah, because you've been in the league for a minute. You know the league. And, you know, they can pick a lot of players, you know? I didn't know. And and then I got the call during the season. So we were still balling. And Mm. they like, oh, they want you to play. I'm like, what? Like I'm, I'm yeah. who else on that team? Yeah, and I think I was like the fourth call because you get to pick out your jersey number. Mm, you know? uh. And I think the first two jersey like Shaq got there. I'm like, okay, y'all call Shaq for me. Understand? They call A one. That's A one. So that's okay. I ain't gonna say that's A one. Understand? Understand? And then I, I'm like, well, give me 15. I want to be because Magic had 15. I just wanted to Johnson to be 15. Oh, that's dope. And I that's was dope. 15, and I was Johnson 15. Oh, but this you call, because you know we love our summer. Don't nobody want to. You know how we. There you go. Yeah. Well, that's for us. But to give it up for that, to play with them, and D.C. was my nemesis. D.C. went number one the year before me. So every time D.C. and I played, it was what y'all were talking about. Yeah, 
Whatever, motherfucker. Whatever, motherfucker. And that's why, I like, man, for real, like, people like DC, I love that we was able to have him on, even like you, because neither one of y'all don't do this a lot. Y'all don't pop out and be just talking or whatever and then, but at the same time, we really know that when you talk about this game and talk about real ones and hoopers, you can't talk about it without talking about you, DC, and people like y'all. And I'm talking about through where we come from, the respect is crazy. Like, this is legit. Like, when we come in, where we come from in the hood, DC, grandma, like, ring bells, like, similar to some of the goats of the game, like a MJ. Like, y'all y'all garner some of the oh, same definitely. type of respect. Like, dead serious. Yeah. I appreciate that, young fella. Thank y'all. That's what you do it for, bro. Yeah. For real. That's definitely what you do it for. Young fellas behind you to, to show that respect. The ones that like you two that did the same thing I did. You sitting there asking me questions, you did the same thing I did, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, I just feel it necessary for us to make sure these young fellas know, man. No, when no, I was, yeah. I worked in Detroit four years ago, man, and I love them to death, Stanley Johnson and some of the other young boys, but these people didn't know who Eddie Jones was, bro. <laughs> like, we having a conversation on, like, in, in, the, in the locker room and stuff, and I'm seeing something, but they're like, who? I'm like, they like what? Like, how you don't, like, come on, man. Like, I feel it necessary for, like, you know, we got this platform. We about to we about to try and get every single one of y'all we can up here and, like, look, learn something. This was, this, this was the man. Yeah. Like, you going and getting that 12-year 84 allows these boys to get 250 now, to get 300 now. Like, they couldn't have did that if, you know, yeah. everybody before them, you, and us did what they did. They can't, they can't get that money without you doing that. Without, you know, Juwan signing the first hundred. You know what I'm saying? And, and all of that stuff that happened when Magic signed the first million. We can't get none of this without all of that. And they need to damn show sure know it because a lot of them don't. Yeah, appreciate you, bro. Thank you, young fella. Keep doing what you're doing, man. When we got to the league, like, it was a couple of years you was with the Knicks by then. So I remember you with the Knicks. It was Juice, Freewell, Allen Houston with the H2O on his shoe. I'm like, man, yes. look at them for This the Knicks. Like, we finna play the Knicks? Like, that was one of them moments, them league moments. Like, man, I'm hurt, man. You just got LJ down there, Freewell, Ewan. But, like, your, your Nick years, though. Like, the shot. I remember the shot. You hit the shot and one, three, and Chris Childs grabbed hey, you. Like, oh, you got to hit the free throw. You got to hit the free throw. Like yeah. the buckets you used to get, what you meant to them Knicks teams and like all this stuff. Just explain that your Nick time. Like it was different. It was a different LJ. It wasn't the LJ we've seen in Charlotte, but it was a more mature experience and knew what to do, like a big shot taker. You know what I'm saying? Like I look for them, like they got you the ball at the end of the games. And a lot of people don't realize that. Talk <laughs> about it, yo, fellas. Talk about it. Talk about it. Talk about it. Man, we all want to be on a team, just like y'all Clippers team. You yeah. want to be on a team where you put five out there and everybody can get their own. Everybody. Yeah. And, and no no animosity, no this. He get 40, you get 15. Yeah, motherfucker. That was yeah. that squad, bro. Go, right. go, Alan, go spree. And it's the hood thing, man. Y'all, you right on it with your podcast. Y'all keep doing this, man. You keep doing this because you bring it back memories with me when you talk about the spree and the Allen and you take it back to... MC Marcus Camby, Kurt. Mm. We all OG. Yo, Camby. You guess would have loved our. We had intermission 
We all got in the room on the road. We all got in the room on the road. Y'all know what that is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> little powwow. Talk about it. Man, y'all have loved them intermissions we had. <laughs> them intermissions we had, man. Them, 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 them deep talks, man, that they don't even know about. Yo, I can remember, I can, for real life, true story, D-Miles, you gonna remember exactly what I'm saying. The first time we came and played y'all, when we got when we got busy in the garden. Listen, the night before, God bless the dead, our OG Sean Rooks, right? It's our first time really, really going out in New York on some on some big boy grown stuff, like out. league stuff. He took us out. Go to go to big boy steakhouse restaurant, you know what I'm saying? He got some nice ladies to accompany us and all of that. We go out after this big boy club like we really did New York. We did it. Next morning, we get to the guard. You know how they do in the guard sometimes. We get there for shoot around. They ain't even got the lights on yet. They try they do us dirty. We the clippers, you know, they don't care. We trying to get the lights turned on. So me and me and D Mile, we the young fellas, right? We we didn't party too hard. We sitting there waiting for them to turn on lights. We just fell asleep up against each other with our hoodies and stuff on. So then as soon as we get up, Gentry giving us the speech. He ain't really saying nothing straight to us, but he talking. He like, if y'all can't handle y'all selves, y'all don't need to do certain <laughs> stuff at night. Y'all got to be, you know what I'm saying? But the game time come. Look, OG, i never forget it. I kept being, being D-Mile. All we talked about is that MJ said, you got to go kill when you in the garden. Man, we got up in that thing and got busy. <laughs> got busy. And I remember, you remember D-Miles, I'm going all crazy and L2. Look, 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 what's going on in the car? What's going on in the car? No so much of it. I'm yelling and screaming. L told me to calm down. You don't want to get a man. What I said, D-Miles, I said, fuck that. I said, they got me hype. Yeah. I said, they got me hype. <laughs> They gotta get this work now. This is my moment, boy. All I kept hearing is MJ say, You gotta kill in the you garden. Kill said, in I, the got, garden. I, got, I got 28 on Freewell in Houston. Boy, they can't tell me a damn thing to me. <laughs> <laughs> we don't wish we were staying don't over. Up, don't calm <laughs> <come up>. <laughs> down. I never forget that game in the garden. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember that game. I got. I think I got that on tape. The garden oh, yeah. like that for me in Charlotte too. I couldn't yeah. wait to play the garden. It's still the garden. Yeah. 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 I couldn't wait to play in the garden. Man. You a prime example of like your superstar years were in Charlotte, but like you are just as endeared in New York, if not more, than you know, our were in Charlotte because of they love the blue collar. They love the dude who's gonna bring his lunch pail and they know who's, you know, they know the heart and soul type of guys and they respect that guy. You know, they say the once a Nick, always a Nick, but like, they really jab with you. I didn't been there. You know, OG, I didn't came and showed up to the couple of different events and appearances and I'm looking like, you seen every time I come around, I'm just like, yo, I'm up in here, Earl Mount Road, Pearl over there. Like, I'm like Clyde, I'm like LJ, OG. I just, Spree was there. I'm just like, yo, this is crazy. Like Bernard King. I'm the youngest in the room, you know, John Wallace, I just be like, all right, like, yo, this is crazy. Like, but it's like, how do you feel when they talk about how players scared to come there? Can you just tell them how good it can be if you come to New York and you, like, just do your thing and show, like my thing, when I say do your thing, just leave it all out there. Yeah. I ain't saying how much you gonna average, what you gonna produce. I'm just saying, if you just leave it all out there and they can see that, they will love you, yes, right or wrong. Right. Like you said, being in Charlotte, then the five years when I came, I went straight home. We lived in White Plains. Uh, when Me I played too. in the Knicks, everybody knows <laughs> in the city. 
No, yeah. you youngsters are always living in the city. No, I was in White Plains too, OG. Okay. I lived in I lived in Purchase, and then I lived in downtown White Plains. Smart, smart. I lived in White Plains. I played in the garden. I went home. I went on out in the garden. I didn't do my man Chris Childs. I came the same time Chris Childs. He started going out in the city. He went out one time, went out the wrong door. My man right there talking about, you know what it is. Give it all up. Give it all up. Oh. <laughs> he dripped. He by himself. He go out there way soon. He go out. Give it up, man. You know what it is. I like, man, don't be going out by yourself in New York. You better yeah, go, nah. go out and purchase. You better come and purchase. I ain't going out nowhere by myself, like out, out, like now. See, that's what the, like you say. You played, you home. Now I ain't gonna tell that lie. Hey, boy, I was all in the city. I'm gonna tell you the truth. Okay, I'm gonna tell you the absolute truth. Like I, my, like it, when I first got there, right, my my brother got killed maybe like two months into the season. So that had me in a whirlwind. And like when I say I was in a whirlwind, that meant I was out. That meant I was out. I was I was coping like that. I was I was look, boy, I was out, out, like really out. I knew, and I ain't never getting no, I ain't never getting no shit because I was with the right people and stayed away from the wrong situations. But I enjoyed New York them first couple years, boy. I'm <laughs> real talk, boy. Man, I was scared of it. I was scared of it. I stayed, I wasn't doing it. I wasn't doing it. But when I now that I'm back in this role I'm in. Man, the love is crazy. Yeah, yeah. like you said, the love is. They be real basketball fans. It's just to yeah. let you know, you know how crazy it can get. But yeah. the basketball fans, man, definitely Absolutely. basketball fans first. Knuckleheads is based off our celebration. One of the celebrations we had, Cynthia Cooper, she used to raise the roof. One of my favorite celebrations. Don't throw it up. Don't throw it up. Don't throw it up. When you hit that down, you go down like that. Oh, my God, man. Cause like a lot of people didn't celebrate or they didn't celebrate cause that was a form of showboating. You know, a lot of people on other teams take that as offensive. Sometimes, you know, that's my groove to get me hyped. But the LJ celebration, that's one of the old celebrations that I remember that people used to always do. And I used to do myself when you used to hoop and I come down and get in my swag. Like to see the generation do that and see other people do that and see generations now. You see these kids now, they see the three, they throwing up everything in the neighborhood. <laughs> to see the kids now doing, just doing stuff and celebrating, because you were one of the few guys that was doing it. It wasn't a lot of people doing it. How is that? You, I know you guys know Rick, Rick Bronson. Yeah. Yeah. Rick Bronson's with, and he, Rick Young, Rick Younger than Rick right around, maybe you can't right with y'all. Yeah. But Rick was on our bench, he was on the Knicks bench. And I would hit a three, and Rick would throw the Rick would do that to me. Mm. Rick would do that to me. And then we was in the locker room. I was like, Rick, what is it? He said, That's the big L. That's the so every <laughs> I would hit it and throw it back. Yeah, back at you. Back at you. Yeah, Rick, 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 Rick get credit for that. Okay, that's so Rick up. is the originator. Okay, that's, that's what's, what's up. up. That's the original right there. I throwing it up in him. That's what's How, up. So so tell me this, speaking about that, like the legendary play, tell me about that four-point play. That's one of the yeah. biggest plays and a yeah, legendary like play in Knicks history. And you know, it's a beloved play by all the fans. Like, take me through that in your mind. And my main man, shout out to shout out to uh, Ben Lyons. He wants to know what did Chris Child say to you when he grabbed you after you yeah. made it? Well. First thing, Chris, calm the fuck down, bro. You got a free throw. Calm the fuck down. <laughs> That's where you have it, being live straight, exclusive. Straight point guard. Straight point guard. What you doing? What the fuck you doing? Calm, <laughs> calm the fuck down. Being a general. 
And, you know, the play was for um, – I was like the third option. The, the first option was Allen. The second option was uh, Sprewell, and I was sending them two picks. Now, I was the center at the time. We went right. small ball. We went small ball because we needed, you know, uh, Jeff wanted to put somebody, all three-point shooters on the court. Yeah. So we went small ball, and I sent them two picks, and they were bullshit picks, fellas. I barely hit the dudes because I wanted to rock. I really right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't that something we always take that? Basketball time, you know, ain't gonna set the pick, so he ain't over. Straight to the ball. Straight to the ball. If you watch it, you go, man, that's a bullshit pick. (laughs) (laughs) And pop straight to the rock ball. Straight up. Uh, But I I really wanted my confidence was up. Thibodeau was my assistant coach that year, and Thibodeau was my shooting coach. Shout out to Tom Thibodeau. Tell everybody he got his start in the NBA with Coach Tarkanian. Coach Tarkanian coached San Antonio for like three months, and Thibodeau was his assistant. So yeah. Thibodeau and Coach Tarkin was real close. So when Thibodeau, I didn't know that. Yeah. When Thibodeau came to the Knicks, he just, I'm your shooting coach. Come on, come on, come on. Mm-hmm. So, Tim and I had a great, great week, great two weeks. I knew I would hit that shot, man. You know when you roll in and you know you let it go, you want it? Yeah. That's how I felt, bro. That's how I felt. I knew I was going to hit it. I can never say I've been in there when it's been a feel-good moment like that. I've been for some cool ones, but not something like that. I know that place had to be straight electric. I'm still living on it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm still eating on it, fam. I'm still eating on it. That's why I like. I say I love New York because it is a sports town, sports city, and they let you live when it's like that, man. They should still show you that respect. But it was crazy. I had my three sons there at the time, so my three oh, sons that's, experienced that's, right yeah. that's, that's yeah, amazing. experienced the whole experience with me, man. They was there. We kicked. Um, you know how it is. We went out. I went out that night. I went out. That <laughs> night. Jimmy's in the Bronx. Y'all don't know nothing. Jimmy's in the Bronx. Oh, yes, I do know <laughs> Jimmy's in the Bronx. How about Jimmy's in the Bronx? I was the host of Jimmy's in the Bronx that night. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I love it. It was crazy. And until this day, when I see it, you know, it brings back. It brings that back. That's that's crazy. That's a message to all these young boys and these free agents out there. Like this man. He wasn't even the main man. He was a staple, a hard worker, and he say he's still living off and still, living. still eating off that one shot, man. Listen, y'all hey, them think. Knicks look good this year, Julius. Hey, Randall, think man. about they them coming. New York cities. Them they, New York cities. They coming boy. this year, man. Them boys looking like they ready. Them young boys playing hard over there for Tears, man. Shout out to Tears. Oh, Tears got that thing going in the right direction for sure. Him, Leo, Leon. Shout out worldwide, worldwide Uncle West. Straight up. Yeah, they bring it back. They doing a good job. I'm, I'm a Tim fan, so I ain't got no, I ain't got no, nothing, nothing bad to say about them right now. Like you said, as long as they playing hard, they gonna be loved. Yeah. yeah. Tell me this: when you made your first All Star game, what was that feeling like? Like when you, cause I, I, I never made an All Star game, but I could just remember when we made the rookie game two years ago. Like when I came back, you know, like you go to All Star weekend, you like, hey, 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 y'all, I got, we about to head down here, we about, you know, what I'm saying, yeah. you come back feeling yourself. Like how was you feeling? And a team like team you was on. You know what I'm saying? You done made the all-star team, and now you like you. That's kind of like you know your stamp of approval. Like I'm one of them guys in the league. Like how did that feel for you making your first all-star game? Uh, I was the youngest on that team, and everybody was young fella, young fella rubbing my head. <laughs> everybody came by the door, young fella, young man. Get your head off my head, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but I was good. I was. I loved it. I loved that they treat. They treat and. I don't know if it's the same back then, man. I just I love you, cats. You gotta you gotta continue that culture. When I made the All Star team, them youngsters. I mean, the OGs was all about me. They were just worried about me, making sure I was good. Mike, all of them. You enjoyed it. 
damn, this is what it's about? Yeah, man, it's, it was love. It was just dead love. They treated me like a rookie, though. But it was right. dead love. You know when they love. You know when Come over here, young fella. Come over here, young fella. Mike had me come everywhere. Come on, come on, come on. You with me, you with me, you with me. All right, mama. <laughs> yeah, that's love. Yeah. That's dope. It was dead love. Let me ask you this about the legendary dunk contest that I felt like you absolutely damn won. Yeah. How did you feel? Like, first, I know that was like, that was dope. That was a, a huge deal to be at. Like, how was that whole experience for you, the dunk contest? I choked. I should have won that thing. I should have won that, but I choked, man. I, uh, you know what they did? Me and Stacy Osman, Ice, we did not, we, they, they wanted us to get on the bus, and we didn't get on the bus. We drove over. So when we drove over, we got to the locker room. They said, you first, you second. You know, <laughs> y'all been a dunk contest. You get to pull out the hat or something. Yeah. So I was a little jitterbug <laughs> for me going first. But once I got to the finals, man, I just choked. Cedric Sabalas, that's my guy. But we know he could see through that mask. Thank you. We <laughs> saw what happened when, when Baron tried to really blindfold himself. He almost heard it. Baron Davis tried that stuff, and he missed the whole rim. Like, ain't no way you're going to time that and make that, man. That man will be you really try one that. When you really try that, you can hurt yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, I, but hell, I missed the dunk, so he won it. I just choked, man. As an old-fashioned choke, just like... At UNLV, I thought y'all was going to ask that. You remember the second year we played Duke and I didn't shoot that shot? Right. Yeah, I remember that. The second game, if I had shot the shot. The LJ, why are you? I choked. Yeah. I can admit That's it. That's real, though. Yeah. You ain't making no excuses. No excuses. Let me ask you this. Start, bench, cut. Uh-oh. You got to start one, you got to cut one, and you got to bench one. Okay. Okay. Charles Barkley. Carl Malone. Derek Coleman. Charles Barkley, Carmelo, and who? Derek Coleman. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm going to start Derek Coleman. I'm going to bench Barkley, and I'm going to cut Carmelo. And Carmelo, Carmelo is like the number one power forward, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start Derek Coleman. I'm going to bench Barkley, and I'm going to cut Carmelo. That's oh. my heart. Oh, okay. That's my heart. <laughs> I used to kill Carl. I'm talking about like this. i like, motherfucker, you the biggest dude on the court, and you got to get five five picks on the court every time. You gotta, <laughs> uh, John Stockton, 6'1", he picking for you. And I used to get it and just be outside patting it like this, like, I don't need no pick. I don't need no pick. And then shoot a jump on him or something like that. Yeah. And I'm guarding him, and I got Hornacek hitting me. Little Stockton hit me. I'm like, man, they six one, and you getting all the picks. You big old wah wah wah. But you know, you can't you can't argue with his numbers. You can't argue with his numbers. You was a power forward that was quick. You can face up and you can back down. And like you say, most of the power forwards of that era was like real big. They was more close to centers than they was, you know, <laughs> than they was small forwards. Like you was like a small forward slash power forward with the strength. Every matchup you had, you feel like you you can score. Like, my problem was guarding 6'10", 6'11", cats who were just... Them jump hooks and motherfucker. I hate them. <laughs> that was the problem. But I, on the other end, they couldn't guard me. Couldn't guard you at all. No. Oh, man, you used to shake up for... Ooh. Listen, I'm, like D-Miles, you know he was a huge part of inspiring my game. You made me feel like, okay, you, Barkley, was like, all right, like, even if I'm... Because, like, you know, when I was younger in high school and college, I was a power forward. 
We like about the same height. We right yeah. about the same height. Be nice long as hell, but we about so, the same So height. that's what I'm saying. Like you definitely like y'all definitely made me feel like all right, it's cool. Like I ain't like I ain't gotta be six eight to be able to, you know what I'm saying, play in the league. Like I'm cool. And it gave me a belief that I could go in and still rebound. Like I have a dope figures to rebound in college. Like I was cool. So I'm like, all right. When I'm watching y'all, I'm like, all right, cool. Like, did you offensively, right? For me, it was a struggle sometimes against the wiry 6'10 type guys. Like, for me, my worst matchup, I always say it was it was Tayshawn Prince and Andre Karolinko. If I had a good game against one of them motherfuckers, I was I, I, I felt good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because, like, they was, for real, it wasn't, cause they oh, weren't miles. stronger than me. I could, nah, he was easy work. <laughs> but, you know, like. No, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like they weren't like physically, they couldn't do nothing with me. I could bomb, 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 but they had that link where they could just wait. They could just mm-hmm. wait. <laughs> when you get through, I'm gonna beat this little shit up. <laughs> like, was that the same? Did you run into those problems? Like, cause like anybody your size or around your size, it's a mismatch. I already know that. But like when you get against that six ten wiry dude, was that a problem? Same thing, bro. To this day, I have scored two points on Ben Wallace. And I'm hitting him and hitting him with the shoulders, hitting him and hitting him. He just going back, going with it. But when he got here, here you go. Here you go. Yeah. Marcus Camby. I was so happy when Marcus Camby came to the next. I mean, I mean, you know how skinny Marcus was. Yeah. I'm, just, yeah, I'm knocking him back two feet, three feet. And you go like this. He burned. Well, give me that. Give me that. Yeah. Wait, no. Anyway, do it the same way. Out of all the years you played, all the teammates you didn't have. If you had to pick four to get in the foxhole with, and they don't matter, they don't got to be on the same team, they don't got to be the same year, just all the years you can play, if you had to pick four of them teammates to get in the foxhole with, who would be them four other teammates? Crazy. <laughs> State Ice, of course. Ice, Oakley. Um, mm-hmm. OG, Oak. Check this out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mess y'all head over this one. Ice, Oakley, Chris Childs. Chris Childs. Yeah, Chris Childs was no pump. Would yeah. calm down with the best of them, baby. With <laughs> <laughs> the best of them. With the fades. Yeah, and the cat was hard nosed, man. Charlie Wool. Charlie Wool. Yeah. Have y'all met Charlie Wool yet, man? Yeah, yeah. man. <laughs> I mean, being in the locker room with that guy, man, you just want to go all out. Some you guards, you guards are some of the hardest cats to play in the league. You always got to be hard. Yeah. Always about Charlie Wool and Chris Childs was two of the hardest cats I knew. Because they're hanging out with this, with us big fellas. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Charlie Ward, Chris Child didn't take nothing. Outside of Zion, who are some of the players that you see today that remind you of some of the players of the older days? Well, we got to get physical. Y'all yeah, look at, we look at these youngsters and I go, okay, well, who could have played with us? You know, Leonard, uh, of course, I think, uh, I think because he played defense first. Wow, yeah. Yeah, so I think Kawhi definitely would have fit in. Of course, LeBron got the big body. He can play. I don't think he'd be as dominant as with us as he is with these youngsters. You know what I mean? He hit a lot of flow. He hit a lot of flow. He got into a lot of country, got into some fights. Yeah, he had to fight. (laughs) He's been challenged, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you don't see a lot of physical play down low. I think even the, the center play is not there anymore. You got Joel B just dominating everybody because he's willing to go right. down and do it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, I'm liking how Embiid playing right now. One of my favorite guys, I hate his injuries, is kind of getting on him was Boogie Cousins. I just liked his mean attitude and just how he was just playing. He was real aggressive. I used to love Boogie Cousins. I, I still love him to this day. Injuries is on him, but... 
He remind me of one of them old school guys. I didn't want to bring the, the, the center game back. I love Boogie. Like you said, we just got to stay healthy. Yeah. 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 All right, man. That's a wrap, man. This thing been legendary, man. We appreciate you, OG, man. This you don't even know how much you mean to us, appreciate man. We appreciate you for pulling up and letting us do this. Young fellas, mad respect, man. And continued success, man. Y'all keep doing what you're doing, man. I'm watching. Yes, right sir. Be nice. I appreciate you, bro. Cute. Thank Damn. you. Damn, we might have a new nickname for D. D. Nice. I heard him say it a few times. D. Nice. I don't want to give him no love on that, even though it's, you know, that's kind of hard. I don't want to, you know, know what I'm saying? Hey, look, I don't want to give him no, no love. OG thought it was nice, man. What is no, this? I done started something, bitch. My best, man. Hey, look, I done heard it too many times. Hey, man, I'm nice, man. Ain't nobody ever called me that. I liked it, too. Hey, hey look, look, look. <laughs> I liked it, too. I can't even hate it. Look, I heard it. I heard it. Players Tribune.com